And what is going on, everybody? Welcome back. This is Loreforge, the podcast for Ashes of Creation. We are your hosts. My name is Jibs, and I'm going to start with a special guest tonight. I think he deserves the very first introduction. This man is a legend in the Ashes of Creation oh, space. Man. Well over 100 videos on YouTube. This guy oh, is crushing man. it. And we're so stoked to have him here with us. Takeno is here tonight. How are you, bud? Man, I'm great. That intro is uh, it's pretty amazing. I appreciate that. Thank you, brother. Uh, you're welcome, dude. We're so stoked to have you here with us. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here, man. We like to build you up before we break you down, sir. <laughs> Sandwich <laughs> method. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Cash is here. Hi. Hi. Cash is here. Yeah, Cash is here. Cash is limping, actually, man. I had, uh, we did some training at work today. Yeah. Um, we did some some jujitsu, and I got partnered up with a freaking grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude is like I'm a big guy. I'm I'm six three and about two ten, and this guy is about six three and about two sixty. Ooh, and it ain't fat. <laughs> I was like, really? So I got tossed around a little bit like a rag doll today. So I'm That's really dope. hoping I didn't tear anything in my knee. Hmm. And Sonny's here. Uh, can you describe more about whether or not the hair situation was appropriate to a grizzly bear? Because I feel like a person who's 6'3 and 260 is going to have an awful lot of hair. Why would you um, assume I, that? Why is that the go-to? The man, he described him as a grizzly bear. I, I assume that there was various handholds of hair that you could like, like, like if I well, had to, to wrestle a bear, it would be like try to get around the backside and just hang on for dear life. <laughs> was that kind of your play today? I, I appreciate you taking it to a place of near nausea, but uh, no, I was talking more on size and ferocity. Oh. <laughs> he was not a, a hairy dude. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I mean, he's a hairy dude. I thought you were just wrestling a hairy dude. Yeah. No, he was he was very slick and oiled. That's what made him so scary. He's the hair. That's right. That's slick and oiled? Wait, are we yeah. just going to not wrestling talk about that for a second? Yeah. Like, or he's what? wrestling. Oh, cool. man. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I absolutely threw a yellow flag there. But that's what I get for rolling on a mat with grown-ass men. This is so true. It is what it is. It is yep. true. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Let's do this. All right. Well, everybody, again, thank you so much for hanging out with this Push and Play. And we hope you enjoy the episode. So this week on the show, we're going to learn more about Stakeno, his content, and his thoughts on Ashes of Creation. And then we are doing a roundtable discussion. I'm super stoked to hear Stakeno's thoughts on this. On 64 classes. Good what? Lord, that's a lot. Yep, that's a thing. So anyway, I think we should just jump right. Oh, wait, hang on. I, I think some a call's come in. Uh, yeah, so we have a call here. This is uh, this came in late uh, tonight. Forgot uh, this is on the show, so let's take a listen. I haven't heard this, so this could be all kinds of yellow flags. Sonny, are you ready for that? Nope. All right, good. Here we go. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, Jeebs, uh, Sonny, and Catch. This is Peter from overseas. Uh, technology little behind the times in Crimea, so I not hear your latest show for another week or so. But I wanted to make talk on couple items before it's too late. I want to give my two ruple on utility skill in Ashes for Creation. I think, great idea! Utility skill very low here in Crimea. Utility suck here. My interweb go up, and electricity very, very spotty. 
So for the Intrepids, to maybe make all character have utility skill means Bera will always have someone to fix unreliable utility. Try making phone call to utility company here. Oh, no problem, Mr. Sokolov. We will have somebody out to fix issue in the next eight months. Oh, boy. But not in Bera. Everyone picks utility. Power grid strong. Internet never go down, sewers never back up, and streets don't smell like a gut. Other issue is why Cash keep blabbing about Ranger. Ranger this and Ranger that. I shit on Ranger. Pork Ranger always giving me trouble for shooting at wild boar in the hills of Alushta. A brother got to eat, you know what I mean? Also, last thing, I promise... When in the hell are you going to have my favorite Stikeno on the show? He is good content creator for Ashes for Creations, and he make very good videos. Better than your stupid show. So anyway, answer my question, or I give you one star rating and make up rumor about jeebs and lawn animals. Peace, love, and honeybees! <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Whoa. Uh, he's getting aggressive. Yeah, I he feel is. Like he's getting aggressive. <laughs> Why is it lawn animals, man? Yeah. Come on. He doesn't know what you're into, or maybe he does. I Did don't. we learn his name? Is he Mr. Sokolov? What was going yeah, on there? I think, it, I think it's uh I think it's Biktor Sokolov. <laughs> no, I think he might he might know what he's talking about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, oh, boy. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. I see. I see how we're gonna play this. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, Victor gets his wish. Wish because uh, wish wish. It's like wish.com. All right. Anyway, so uh, Stakano, dude, you have been around in the community for quite some time. And we really want our audience to get to know you. So when it comes to creating content, how did that get started for you? Was it something like you just got bit by the bug one day? If it's anything like us, it's like we start podcasting and 10 years later, you're still doing it kind of thing. Or is it just like something you've always wanted to do? What what was the thought process behind that? So since we're podcasting, I'll give you the long answer. So I went to college for acting professional actor and during my time in college uh, well first of all i've been a gamer my entire life right the gamer cool while i was in school for acting i just remember looking up some guides it was for the legend of zelda i'm never gonna forget it and i saw a let's play right it was something it was almost like a guide helping me get through a part that i was stuck on or something like that and i thought i was like yo the way this person is making me feel, that's kind of how I want to make people feel if I decide to do content, gaming content. And, you know, I graduated. I created a Twitch channel that summer, and that was in 2016. But, you know, next two years, I didn't do anything until the end of 2018. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go live on Twitch, and I'm just going to send it. So I was 24 at the time in 2018. Yeah. And I'm 29 now, I'll be 30. And I started as a variety creator, more so Nintendo, played a lot of Smash Bros, you know, Mario Kart, all that stuff. Always been a family-friendly creator, right? So Nintendo is really cool for that stuff. Not cool, but it, it just makes sense, you know what I mean? And 
you know, ever since then, I've formed a lot of friendships, you know, I've created a community. I don't take my PC for granted because, you know, the the, the time that I've been on Twitch, I've had a great community and they've, they've subbed, they've donated. And it's why I have, this is my first build. Like I've never built a PC until I built this PC, right? I, I never was a PC gamer growing up. So I recently just got this in 2021, right? So yeah, man, I just started creating content and just went from there. That's awesome, man. That's amazing. You're going to be buried with that PC. You're going to, you're never going to want to let go of that thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's very personal. It's very personal. Yeah. I would imagine. So, uh, when you're creating content or when you're deciding to create content, you, uh, you decided to end up in the ashes of creation space. So what made you decide that, that this was the place that you wanted to end up? I like to think that there's a lot of options out there, but I mean, maybe there isn't a lot of options for you out there. What, how, how did you end up in this particular place? Yeah, so I was a variety creator, and that's really hard to break into, especially if you want to make a career out of content creation. So from there, I actually was a Minecraft creator, and I became part of the Minecraft creator program told you I went to school for acting. I created a web series within Minecraft, built an entire world, cast it, wrote a script, did all that. It was actually during the first week of COVID that I wrote the entire series. So I did that and I still was looking for something more. And in 2020, this was April of 2020, myself, like many others, saw the peon video while I was streaming, actually. I was in just chatting just chilling with, you know, my community and two of my mods, they were like, yo, Q, check out this game called Ashes of Creation or this video called Ashes of Creation by Lacey Peon. It was an hour. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, we can watch it. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. And I don't have an MMO background, especially up in, like at that point, I had no MMO background. Right? I played Destiny, but Destiny is not an MMO. You know what I'm saying? It's has MMO qualities, but it's not an MMO. I've played RuneScape, played New World, you know, all that stuff. I, I've dabbled, but I've never have gone, you know, full tryhard, full hardcore. So I kept tabs on Ashes since I saw that video. I ended stream that day. I went to go watch Tim's video. I went to go watch Asin's video, Shroud's video. I was just watching everything because Stephen was, you know, he was doing his press run, right? And I kept tabs on it. And then, you know, two years go by and I was like, you know what? I don't really want to continue to keep making films in Minecraft, short films and music videos in Minecraft because I also make music too. I don't want to continue to do that. If I'm going to do something, I really want to cement the type of content that I'm making. So what I mean by that is... Ashes ticks off a ton of boxes for me. It's a brand new game. Not a lot of people know about it. So it's like I can be here and I can bring a creative aspect to it that probably hasn't been seen yet from a lot of people, right? I also never played MMOs growing up. I didn't start playing WoW until pretty much last year, seriously. Or again, other MMOs. So I was like, you know what? I really want to be that hardcore gamer. Because I've again, I've never had that. You know, I, I watch your content i watch other creators in the space their content and everyone everyone has experience like you know when i was playing bdo and when i was playing wow and ultima online (laughs) right so everyone has these stories of their glory days but i don't have that so i was like you know what i can create content for this game because i am a creator 
this allows me to fulfill my creative need, which is exactly why you see my thumbnails being unique or me doing skits in my videos, right? <laughs> because I want that creative aspect there. And then on top of that, I want to be a tryhard. And I want this to be the thing where it's like, I'm making my story. Everyone else has their cool raid stories and they have X, Y, and Z. I want that, right? And I again, I have that with other games, but I don't have it in the MMO genre. And I'm here to take that. So yeah, that's how I came to Ashes. And I really believe in the project, right? I think with the Peon video, that really, it's its really insane. I, I don't know if Intrepid will, but if they do something for him in game, I wouldn't even be upset because he literally is like the godfather of pretty much what happened to Ashes. Not, he's not taking full responsibility, but he brought so many people to, the the attention to the game you know so thanks peon but yeah here we are you know i just want to follow up with that like first of all the peon video my god like did we all come from the peon video (laughs) yeah no yeah right like i'm actually kind of curious now to just throw that out to the community like how many people came from that video because i know that jb and cash that was where they came from and they pitched that when they pitched ashes to me they pitched it with the peon video so to hear you say that you came from the peon video also is just you're not wrong they should put a statue in vera somewhere something yeah something I want to talk a little bit. You mentioned that you were like you started your origin story is as a Minecraft creator. Like what was your what was your process? What, what kind of stuff were you putting out in in the Minecraft community when you were beginning? Yeah. So like I said, I had jumped from a variety to Minecraft. And then when I was playing Minecraft, hardcore is a pretty, pretty niche thing that a lot of people like to see. So I was trying hardcore and I'm not the greatest Minecrafter. Right. I think in a lot of areas my creativity takes over so <clears throat> me being a minecraft creator it was more so focusing on oh you made a entire web series in minecraft like everything that you see was pretty much was hand built you know so yeah there was that i did this thing called bed wars and it's pretty it's it's kind of like capture the flag not really you know it's just i'm going to your base i'm destroying your bed and then i kill you and then you die because if i kill you with your bed up you get to respawn. So I got to get your bed. So a lot of just like hardcore and, you know, pretty much the, the bed war mini game. So, yeah. huh. Very cool. Dude, my son and I love playing bed wars together to this day. Oh, so yeah, no, see, bed wars is lit. Bed, bed wars it's is actually fun. a really, it's a fun game. mode. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's definitely <laughs> a fun game mode, but right. So again, just growing up, I don't want to say, listen, man, I didn't realize I was, a casual at gaming until I started streaming on Twitch. I'm not even lying to you because I start playing Minecraft and I'm like, yo, like I've, I never really played Minecraft and I found out that I was a scrub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I kind of did a zero to hero kind of origin story, right? And that, and I went through the entire game of Minecraft and I beat it, you know, fought the Ender Dragon, all that stuff. Same thing with Smash Bros. It's like, I'm, I might be one of the best in my circle. I get online and I'm getting trashed. And they're like, haha, yeah, Q, I'm 15. Bro, bro, I'm a grown man. What do you mean you're beating me at 15? You know, I'm like, I'm supposed, but but no, it's it's humbling, you know? So it's like, dude, my story just consists of me, you know, starting from the bottom and just learning, starting from the bottom and learning. And here I am in Ashes and I don't know, I well, I had, I didn't know much initially about the MMO genre. And, you know, I've been here for about a year and a half and I've learned so much, right? So 
it's 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 been a really really dope journey honestly and i love it it's awesome q i don't think that that's going to be the last time that you ever feel the sting of getting <laughs> whooped by kids <laughs> trust me as as the years go on you're not going to want to stop gaming you're going to continue to be in in this space because that's who yeah. you are because that's exactly the same thing that's happened with all of us and i happen to be the elder on the show and i can tell you that it is a super humbling experience to get your ass whipped by kids <laughs> all the time in pvp so Dude. i'm like how did you do that that fast like Dude. i can't even respond that fast to a keyboard no yeah i mean and fortunately enough right like i had the grit to learn and i became great at you know smash bros which was really cool you know what i'm saying i, I became a really really good player and same thing with minecraft right i wouldn't say i'm a top tier player but you know it just that progression which is really cool you don't consider yourself a stampy long nose no <laughs> okay so that guy excuse me excuse me god bless you um so i i have a i have a, a near 20 year old daughter and nice. she grew up uh playing minecraft and nice. watching minecraft videos on youtube like she loves youtube and um there was a YouTuber that just recently retired by the name of Stampy Longnose, and the guy had millions of people watching his YouTube videos all the time. And they were, I don't want to say annoying because that's really insulting, but I mean, obviously way more successful than our YouTube channel. <laughs> this dude <laughs> was doing nothing but playing Minecraft and yeah. he was a master at it. So, and so that's why I bring up Stampy Longnose. Um, the one thing I do want to say is that, you know, you said you met, you mastered, you got really good at Minecraft. And one of the reasons why you're here is because you also evolved and gotten really good at making some really kick-ass YouTube videos, man. We've, Thank we've you, seen your, we've seen your rap totally dig it. Oh, it's man. freaking awesome. Thank you, brother. So yeah, man, like lean into that acting thing. Cause I, I you like, you got all the marbles for that. Thank you. Um, yeah, ma'am. Um, if there was anything to date that you could, you know, having been in this space for multiple years now, is there anything that you can possibly think of or pinpoint that you could identify as your favorite Ashes of Creation moment? Favorite moment actually isn't even really an Ashes of Creation moment. It is, but it it's not. I went to PAX East last year and I got to meet Maggie and that was really, really, really dope. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yes. she had a panel. Yep. She had a panel and I was like, okay, let me go check it out. And I had no intentions of talking to her about Ash's stuff because you know how it is. It's like, oh my gosh, like, do you work with Steven? And I just want to ask you all the questions. <laughs> and when is it coming out? Right, my, and PAX East was literally a year ago around this time. So it was in March of last year. So we we had we had no quarter. They didn't, it wasn't announced for 2024. None of that. We're just up in the year. We still probably were thinking it was coming in 2023. So it's like, you know, oh my gosh, Maggie. But, you know, I just went there and I just wanted to just, I just wanted to chat with her. You know what I'm saying? What made you take this path in life that you took? And eventually we started talking about Ashes, but what was really dope about it was the fact that she almost she almost reassured me and not that I was worried or anything, but it was it was almost like a like look Q. Listen, a lot of people are doubting the game, but they're going to see. And I just thought that was so gangster. I was like, "All right, bro. Like, you know what? 
you got my vote. You know what I'm saying? We're we're locked in. It was just it was just, you know, when someone has confidence in what they're doing, I'm like, all right, you know what? I can get behind that. And it's not coming from a cocky place or anything like that, because we've seen all the updates. We're we're watching. We're seeing it coming come along. So, yeah, I really did enjoy that. I really did enjoy that. The Freehold Showcase was my favorite showcase of last year, too, if you want to be more specific. And I thought that was really good. A really, 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 really good moment. Right. It caused some controversy as well. But, you know, I digress. <laughs> yeah, what an ashes doesn't cause a little bit of controversy. <laughs> I, I do want to I want to cycle back and, and talk a little bit a little bit about Maggie. Um, uh, when Q saying Maggie, he's talking about Margaret Crone, who's the um, uh, she's the community manager for Intrepid. And she's she's fantastic. And I, I agree. She she is a consummate professional and a little bit gangster at times. And I think the reason being <laughs> yeah. is because she has the experience to know it. So if, if you followed her at all in the past, and I, I had this just one great moment when I went to E3 years ago when she was still working for Planet Side 2, and uh, I, I met her, and zero chance she remembers this meeting because she probably has a bunch of people, you know, coming in there. I was like, hey, I just want to tell you, like, I'm a super fan um, not like a creepy super fan, not a stalker super fan, but you're just Sign great at what you do. And, and, like, and like the whole, the whole reason for that is because on a much smaller scale, like I was doing community management at the time for, um, for an MMO community. And I really, really respect community managers. And she was just, she was great at what she did. I think she was actually a senior designer at that time, but really good with community stuff. So when you hear somebody say something like that to you, even when Ashes was a blip on the radar, which they're clearly not anymore, but when Ashes was a blip on the radar, to hear that from somebody like Margaret Crone to say, people are going to see, just wait, that holds a ton of weight. So yeah. I love that story. That's a great story, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. So you mentioned earlier that Ashes of Creation checked a lot of boxes for you and you know you mentioned some of the the freehold um dev showcase from last year which i also thought man like that was such a good showcase it was so so good yeah so in regards to ashes of creation itself what about the game do you find most appealing dude the game is always changing and that's just the main thing right there right so i'm not too familiar with eso i did play eso actually day one on console don't kill me this is before i got to pc right <laughs> don't kill me guys <laughs> all right <laughs> chill out right. we love our console well, players man. yeah man that's right? where i started but you think eso you think world of warcraft bdo whatever so for example in world of warcraft stormwind is always going to be stormwind Right. Iron Forge is always going to be Iron Forge. Nothing is changing. And that's not bad. That's that's OK. But the fact that we're in an environment that can change, I think that's really cool. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. that especially in the peon video. And dude, there Steven is slick because the way they're pitching the node system, it's it's that that's what hooks me. You know what I'm saying? And if it wasn't for the freehold showcase, you know, and all the other bangers that we got, Story Arcs would have been my favorite stream. I did a tier list, actually, and Story Arcs came in at number five for me. I really, really, really do enjoy Story Arcs because we have nodes that are already making servers different from each other, right? 
but story arcs are literally taking that and furthering it and yeah. i just i really appreciate that yeah. you know so you're saying. saying you like lore I do. I do. I <laughs> I should get into it more, it. but yeah, I do. <laughs> I knew we were my dude. <laughs> because here's the thing too, like you look at, you know, story arcs and what they do. Now if you want to go on YouTube, it's like, all right, now I'm on the Law of Forge server. How do I kill this boss? That server the is going to be server. We have the Loreforge <laughs> server now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we want a contest. <laughs> but that server is going to be so much different from the Stakeno server, where you know we had a different story arc, and now we have to go find Snoopy because he has a spear. Do you get what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. yeah so that's and that's what I'm well getting played. at. Too. <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. It just changes the the entire trajectory of everything, right? Whereas in like wow, you saw all these other MMOs, it's still it's like boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. Whereas in Ashes, each server is its own thing, and I I think that's just so so unique and so cool. I'm gonna run for mayor on the Stakano server, by the way, guys. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry man. to break it for you. To you. <laughs> I hope Stakano doesn't run because you're out. Oh man! I know. Oh, man. I'll be like, oh, oh no! I did not see this one coming. <laughs> I do. I want to tie in just super quick and and talk about that because Q brings up a really, really, really good point about the uniqueness of what Intrepid's building with Ashes of Creation. In that each server will be different based on the lore that is unlocked, the storylines that are unlocked Insane. by the players. And that storyline, from what we understand, the storyline for each server will be told through archivists at like a metropolis. What was it the, at the library? You guys at the library? Library. Not sure where it is, but it will be written somewhere for players coming to the node or coming to the server to be able to read the history of that particular server and what's been unlocked. And that blew my freaking mind when I saw that. I was like, this is ingenious, the way that they're doing this, because every server will be different. I want to ask Stakeno about that. So Stakeno, you say you you love the lore and you like the stories, but you also love the fact that the, that the game is not the same all the time because it's moving like that. How do you reconcile those two things together? How do you reconcile the story of a universe and all of this stuff with the constant changing of the map and the constant moving of the parties and the pieces? That's a really good question. I haven't even thought about that, to be honest with you. But no, I mean, dude, it's just... I just kind of take it for face value. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to get a set lore, obviously. They're keeping that super, super close to their chest. So I don't, I, I think, you know, the story arcs and the other things that are changing would have to tie in somehow to the main, main, main lore. It, it can't be so different that this is the universe, but these servers are all going this way and it's just one overarching thing. So yeah, I just try to take it for face value right now. So. I, I'm going to tell you a little bit behind the scenes here that, that Cash and I are both uh, investigators at heart here. And oh, uh, as investigators, when we found out that we were going to get a particularly popular uh, person on our show, we did a little investigation. So oh, I went my. through your back catalog and was starting to watch some of, uh, some of your stuff and some of your older stuff. And I have learned, this is my all-time favorite thing about you, that That's you it. are a hardcore bard fan. Dude. <laughs> Dude, yes, yeah, no, dude, bards go hard. Bards, bards go, hard. go hard. Guys, I love it. The guy's a thespian. I mean, yeah, 
what can yeah. I say? And he and and he's he's not shy about it. He's talking about like this is this is the character that I want to play. This is how I want to play it. These are the things that I'm looking forward to. And so we haven't seen Bard stuff yet. So I was gonna ask you. You know, the question that I had lined up was, well, okay, what's your what's your favorite update that you've seen so far? But really what I want to ask you is, like, are you just waiting for the Bard stuff? Because it's been, we're MMO gamers. We've played a lot of games. Yeah. We have not and seen see, Bards exactly. in games yes, for a yes, very sir. long time. So, like, wh- what are you waiting for here with this Bard stuff? So, I try to have a different approach than a lot of people with ashes i feel like a lot of people sometimes even creators and i could be included in this because i know i didn't like the recent change that they did with the artisan system i got it right but i try not to you know go down that hole all the time i literally just try to take in what they're doing process if i like it or not and you know when it comes out i'll play it and that's just the take that i had you know what i'm saying i don't want to change Steven's vision. The reason I had an issue with the artisan change is because it was already set in something and it seemed as if it was changing it to a more casual approach. That was the issue that I had. But for the most part, I don't, not to say that I don't disagree with their takes, but it's like I signed up because Steven wants to create something, not the kennel wants to play something specific. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the bard, Really quick, back to PAX East last year. So, you know, I just got into the MMO genre recently, a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever. So I've never played D&D. So I got to play D&D for the first time at PAX East as well. So the way I'm looking at the Bard, like I, I, bought, I bought a D&D book. I'm just reading about it. I'm like, Bards are, you know, they act, they do music. And I'm like, this is me. This is super cool. So <laughs> you're my people. <laughs> yeah, no, but exactly. So I don't want to say like a lot of my homies in this space, you know, a lot of our, our I guess, co-workers, right, <laughs> that, that, are, that are in this space. A lot of people are jaded. And it's like, oh, MMOs need to have this and MMOs need to have that that cloud hasn't passed over my head yet. You know what I'm saying? That cloud hasn't passed over my head yet. So I'm really just excited. I'm just like a little kid and I'm just so excited and I want to see what's going to happen. And I've I've never played a bar, so I can't really expect anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm just hope. Listen, the, the thing that I hope the most for the game is that things are just balanced. That That's all that I really care about and that my bard can, you know, get some kills off if I need to. You know what I'm saying? But that's just really it. I just, I just really want the game to be balanced, you know. But besides that, I don't know, man. Out of all the classes, I think bards are going to, I think they're going to be the coolest, <laughs> to be honest with you. You so, got an idea on what your bard, like what your bard's going to be, like race and uh, and all the rest of it? Like wh- wanna, what is the story of your bard? Yeah, I want to go Empyrean so far, but I don't know because I know, and now we're getting into like the real like theory crafting of it, but I know certain races have certain stat buffs with certain classes. So like I sure. also like min max to that level too sometimes. And wow, gnomes have more uh, intellect, you know what I'm saying? So... I want to wait for that as well. When I first got into the community, Tonar was a huge, I was a huge, 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 huge fan. But I was like, I don't know. The Empyreans look pretty cool. But we'll see. If there's a specific race that's better for my bard and it makes more sense, I feel like it might be humans. But that's fine. You know what I'm saying? That That's also fine. So again, like, we'll see. I'm really just waiting to play. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like a cop-out, and I, and I hate to say it like this, but 
we haven't played anything. <laughs> you know, I did play Alpha 1. I, I forgot to put that in the story. I'm so sorry, guys. So I found <laughs> out. I, so just to go back, I did find out by the Peon video. And I was creating content still in 2021. But I bought into the Alpha 1 without even being a creator for the game because I was that excited for the game. So I did stream it a couple of days. And... Wow. Yeah. yeah. Baller. So I, nice. doctor. <laughs> no, wow. I'm still I'm still paying it off actually. So <laughs> still, yeah, it hurts. Still paying it off. You know what I'm saying? No, but yeah, I, I I did buy into the alpha. It was sometime in July, and they had the alpha one going on for that month. And dude, like I had a great time. And and you know, it's not like I have like a, a ton of people to play with, so I was playing solo. But no, I, I had a great time and I was like, you know, I do want to keep up with this project. And yeah, you know, and who would have thought, right? I, I think about it sometimes because it's like, who would have thought that making that purchase would have done so much for me, right? Because like that secured my Alpha 2 access. That's done a lot for me in other in other areas. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I'll tell you right now, man, you have an absolute open invitation to come play with us. If you find yourself not having anybody to play with, come Alpha 2, you can come play with us anytime. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. So Q, one of the things that um, that most impresses me about you is I've never seen a single video. I've never seen you on uh, anybody else's show or heard anything from you ever that is not just positive and with a smile and with a, just a great attitude. And I think that's something that, yeah, look at that. I, I, think, um, I think that's something that can be it can be very, very rare in a gaming space, in a gaming space. And I think it's a really good push for newer people coming in that want to create content to model themselves after, because it's just, it's just rare. And finding that positivity can sometimes be very difficult when, you know, people are very opinionated about uh, the development of a game. And now, you know, we have something like intrepid that's like allowing us to give our opinions about a game it's very difficult to be positive all the time but you can do that so the question i have for you is that if you if you had if you were taking somebody under your wing as a new content creator coming into the ashes space or in any in any space period but you know obviously for us it's more relevant to be under the ashes space what advice would you give an aspiring content creator that's really looking to start their journey well in the ashes space i would definitely just say be unique and be you and i know it's again it, it does sound like a cop-out but no i i i was telling you guys you know before we had gotten on there are several podcasts in the ashes space none of them are the same and none of them are the same you know what i'm saying there are several creators in the space and for the most part we're all different you know and i think that that will aid in your success you know the, for me like i said i really just want to put as much creativity as i can into my videos right my last video i thought it was my greatest thumbnail ever and i was super proud of it you know what i'm saying i put my hood over myself i put a bandana on and i was trying to act like a rogue and i was like holding something right i photoshopped the dagger into my hand it was a blue bandana i made it black and then i cut out like half of my body and changed the opacity on it so it made it it made it look like i was going invisible right so thank you <laughs> and, you know no and like that to me it's like 
I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, yo, like, and, and maybe I'm biased, right? <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> this is super cool. I'm like, you know, it, but again, it's because I, at, at one point, you start from nothing. You know what I'm saying? At one point, you start from nothing. So you have to learn how to grow. So I just want to continue to push the envelope and being creative. So I would just say the same thing. What strengths do you have as a person that you can put into your videos? You always hear that people want to see your passion. People want to see your passion and people want to know what you're about. And I get I, I get that a lot. People are like, you know, Q, you just you're so hyped for the game. But again, it's just maybe that that cloud hasn't passed over my head yet. Right. Maybe I just haven't been let down by enough MMOs. In the short time that I've been here, though, I've seen at least like 12 scams. I will say that, which is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of scams. Oh, and we're, yeah. we're getting one at the end of the month, too. What is it? Freaking something of the fall. I don't know. What is it? Oh, is that Quinfall? Making games. Quinfall, yes. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, but just just show your passion, you know, and to the, the positive comment you made, I, again, I appreciate it, Cash. But, dude, most people here aren't YouTubers. They aren't Twitch streamers. You know, it's just breaking the fourth wall. Let's just put it out there. Most people aren't that. They're getting on a game to have fun. And that's just how I look at it. I, I don't want to leave my nine to five to get on a game to argue with people it's so funny because i just finished the video and at the end of it i was talking about an experience that i had a few days ago i was playing wow doing a raid and this one warrior he rolled on several items he won 90 percent of his drops 90 percent. someone else won a roll and he was upset over that even though that item he lost was the other character's best in slot and I'm like, dude, you won like 90 pieces. The, the, the dude walked out loaded. I got nothing. I got nothing. And I'm like, look, whatever. It happens. It's just how it goes. But dude, it's just like we're playing a game. This is just how I look at it. What, are, what You don't need to assert your masculinity or however you fit. Come on, dude. That's just not how I take it. And I, I understand going try hard and being passionate about the game. 1,000%. But I think... People can take it too far. So look, man, I know I'm going a little off track, but to go back to the original question, show your passion, be unique and lean into it. And that's what I would say. And be consistent. Consistency beats everything. In my personal opinion, it, it beats everything. It beats talent. It beats creativity. Be consistent. And your fan base will appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. You just you just kind of put yourself out there and you do it on the regular. And I, I, I think you real I think you close that off perfectly. Um, just talking about uh, a- attitude, like I, I kind of narrow all that down. Especially talking about your experience in World of Warcraft, it's just it's attitude. It is this is just a game, guys. It doesn't. This is not going to dictate or define the rest of your life. Just move on with it. You're going to be over it in thirty minutes, and it's going to be it's going to be no problem. And I think the fact that you have the ability to to do that and portray that type of positivity in everything that you're doing. You are definitely winning, and I just think it's it's such a good thing. I really wanted to bring it up just about about your your positive attitude, and your positive outlook on everything, man. Like that is so refreshing to see out there, especially now. So yeah, man, just lean into that. Don't ever lose that because it's that's gold. Thank you, brother. And I've heard that a couple of times as well. I don't mean to keep telling stories, but it's actually insane how and not, I'm not even trying to be over overly positive, but it's actually insane how negative people are. Just a, another quick story. <laughs> I promise. I promise. 
Again, no, you, this wow. is about you, man. This is, this yeah. is this this for you. Go, for man. Stories. Go. Yeah. You appreciate it. If you're going to tell stories, you have come to the right place. <laughs> Thanks. Just another quick story. I'm playing WoW. We're doing a dungeon, so it's not even as serious. These two characters, they roll on something, right? And one of the characters gets it. The other character doesn't get it. That's just how roles go. The character that didn't get it was, was like, hey, come on, dude. I, I really need that. The character that won it was like, well, you know, can't i won the role whatever the character that lost got upset and left you lost the role and i again i just don't i don't understand maybe because i try not to invest myself that much into something i'm not gonna let a video game upset me i'm not gonna let a screen get me upset i just don't understand it and just i don't know maybe it's just common sense to me but you lost the role that's just how the game goes so why are you upset that you lost i don't know man i don't know i don't know but yeah, I just, I'm not gonna let that dictate my life. It's just not gonna happen. That's such a good attitude to have, man. And especially in the Ashes space, as you continue to make content and and for everything you've done and what you're going to do, I love the theatrics that you put into your videos, the personality you put in your videos, and the smiles that you put in your videos. You do such, such good content, man. So where can our audience find you? Like, where is, where's all your content, your social links, all the fun stuff? Thank you. Thank you. So the best ways to find me would be on YouTube, just the kennel. YouTube hasn't allowed me to change my name. So it's the kennel 288, which is like really odd if you're going for the <laughs> handle. Right. But I mean, just if you type in the kennel, ashes of creation or just the kennel in itself, it'll pop up. So, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. We've got a roundtable discussion. Do you want to do a little bit of this, Takano? Let's get into it. All right. So the roundtable discussion is as follows. Is 64 classes still a good idea? This was on the Ashes of Creation forums, and we have Mm -hmm. a community member who sounded off on this, and it is Ricard P98, speaking of uh, difficult usernames. (laughs) That's such a bummer that you can't change that, by the way. I had no idea that you were pretty much locked in for life on that one. We'll have to uh, send a, a sternly worded email over to the people at YouTube. No, oh, they'll totally listen to us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Respond in eight months like Victor. Uh, okay. He says, after seeing the Ranger update, I'm very confident in Intrepid Studio as being able to make some great classes. However, I'm starting to doubt the 64 class model and would rather have around 10 to 12 well-designed and unique classes that is also well-balanced in a group play setting. 64 different classes would be cool, but it will take a lot of work and time and money to make all of those classes feel unique, have depth in its gameplay, and be a viable option for PvP and PvE. Yes, the biggest hurdle is to create a good base archetype, but making the second archetype feel important and impactful will still be a huge hurdle and a big time investment. I'm convinced that Intrepid could make it happen but I'm just not sure that it's worth it. What do you think about this comment there, Q? Again, you guys are going to hate me, and it sounds like it's a cop-out, but we haven't seen anything. Augments are one of the most anticipated things that I want to see. I don't even think for the community. You know, I, well, I do think for the community, but just personally speaking, I think we're all dying to see augments. You know what I'm saying? Augmentation. We haven't seen anything, and... I think if the flavor that Steven is talking about, if say, you know, all four of us, we pick different classes, right? And 
the secondary class that we we all pick is mage and it's the school of teleportation if it's just like an added blink to our certain specific moves then i think like oh okay like i guess it's not too bad but if it's something that's crazy and like damaging the class and it's interrupting the balance then i think it's easier to have that conversation i think in the past just from what we've seen in other mmos and older mmos it's just it's easier to have fewer classes and flesh those out really really well so i think this is it, it's still a little scary for a lot of people even in within the community because it's like 64 classes and 64 classes isn't really even 64 classes you know what i'm saying it's just it's the wording that that they use but yeah i don't know if that answers your question it does it does answer my question and and, and in my opinion this is the same thing so there what you said is a totally valid answer, right? What you're saying is that we have to be a little bit patient on this because we don't know how exactly it's been implemented. We haven't seen the big reveal on this. We haven't seen an hour worth of them screwing around with, you know, yeah. their little dev team on, yeah. on the screen and on Twitch and doing it. And, and, and then we'll all react to that. And mm-hmm. like you and I and, and everyone have seen all those videos and they provide a ton of detail. And we know so much more after one of those reveals. We haven't seen anything like this. I am speculating and I think that the, uh, the community member here, Ricard, is closer to the truth than he realizes. I think that what we're going to see is archetypes and then the extra utility stuff, like you said, maybe a little bit more than a blink, but... I don't think it's going to be 64 unique classes. Correct. I Correct. think that it's going to be your classic eight and then some flavor text, you know, some, exactly. some like little abilities and some things. And the more that they flesh that out, that's cool. But I don't think that we're going to have like trying to balance 64 classes. What, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think, for instance, the um, an example of and, and Q brought it up, but an example of some of the flavor that you might get is say you have um say you have a a dps class like a melee class such as uh such as a fighter right and you decide your secondary class is going to be a mage so now you have a fighter mage you have a fighter classic archetype with mage flavor so your your rush skill or your whatever ability it's called, I'm gonna, I'd have to look it up on the wiki, whatever ability that it's called that the fighter has, close the distance quickly, which would be like a rush, right? Like, I don't know, Jibs, you've played charge. Warriors. Charge. charge, thank you. Okay, thank you. Your charge ability will probably flavor into a blink instead. So it truly is just masking the abilities that you have, but not changing the the base uh, the base operation of those things. It's going to probably be the same damage. It's going to be the same distance, the same the same feel. It's just a different flavor. So, I think that as much as I was right off the bat really really worried about balancing these things. I think the balance is going to continue to be the same for for the the main archetypes where the real challenge is going to come in for for Intrepid in developing the 64 full classes is you got to change the names of skills, right? For each class, you have to change the names of skills and you have to change the look of skills that shouldn't have anything to do with mechanics. 
damage should be the same, the way the skill operates should all be the same. So 64 classes, just like Sunny was saying, really isn't 64 classes. It's the standard archetypes with different flavors to help you roleplay your character better. So that, and that is, don't get me wrong, that is going to take less balance because the balance should be the same in all the 64 classes. But the real challenge is going to come in the development time it's going to take to make those 64 morphs of each class look and feel different. JB, you've been a big proponent on this this idea of 64 classes. I, I know you have mentioned this as like one of your favorite things for a long time. Are we going to get 64 different classes or are we going to get like... Like, I feel like there's a spectrum here where I'm like, you're really going to get eight classes and a couple of flavor things where where Q and I are. And Cash is like a little further on it. And he's like, well, you're really getting like, you're getting closer to 64, but it's mostly just name changes and mechanic changes. Are we getting 64 unique classes? It's like when Obi-Wan Kenobi's in Star Wars and he's like, from a certain point of view. Oh, what a cop out that was. <laughs> I thought you were going to say another happy landing. You, you left him in a pile of lava with no legs, Obi-Wan. <laughs> you could have just told his kid that. Uh, you were the chosen one. <laughs> oh, you know, like to, for every person, it's going to be different. Like it, it's it's all from the point of view. Like some people will see this as just some a nice flavor to their class that they already have. So where you'll have a, a other people like um, it's no different than like creating content like one people have one set of skills and style another group of people have this set of skills and style doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong it's just they have two different styles of it and so with this with the 64 classes yes and no <laughs> it goes back to what Q said exactly is we haven't played it we haven't tested it and this there's a part of me that wonders if and this is not to discount that question. This question, I love this question that they asked, by the way. So I thought it was very good. I think there was actually a lot of discussion on the forums um, on it. But I feel like that this is what happens, and we're all like guilty of it. I think, especially creators, like, we're all at this point where we have a ton of time to talk about something, and about this much time and for those listening my fingers are together so like zero time to <laughs> zero <laughs> to They're you know, together <laughs> like yeah compare it to you know especially for us we haven't even touched alpha alpha one yet so this coming into alpha two this is going to be our very first time and so i feel as though maybe we just go play it and then we'll see <laughs> i like that thought it's so hard though right like we're we're content creators q you're a content creator do you find it difficult this is going back to like the the art of content creation. Do you find it difficult not to have over the top opinions when you watch other people have success by putting out splashy thumbnails that say ashes will fail, you know, and stuff like that? Like, do you do you find yourself struggling against that with with a fairly positive attitude? How does that work for you? No, I mean. I'm not immune to having a bad attitude, right? It's just, it just, I'm, I'm, right? So I'm not, I'm not immune to it. But I think that is just like, again, I'm just coming from the space where it's like, look, dude, I, I haven't played it. Steven's making the game that he wants to make. I can either be okay with that and wait or not. And that's just how I look at it. You know, I'm here if the game fails. I'm here if it succeeds. I'm here if it's stagnant. 
you know what i'm saying and again that's just the take that i have i'm literally just happy to be here and i know it sounds like oh my gosh this here this guy goes again positivity <laughs> but no dude like it, it again and i'm gonna keep saying it like that cloud hasn't passed over my head a lot of people are so jaded because they're heard about you know because they bought into chronicles of valyria and they and they got scammed and you know all these other scams like look i that's not my experience you know i'm genuinely just happy that i can create content for a game this is something else i think about a lot too i look at a lot of creators and i see how some of the creators you know interact with their game and let me ask the three of you this question could you imagine being a creator for say i'm not even going to say a specific game but for a company that's not doing the right thing you know they're pretty much just shilling you out of money they're just trying to nickel and dime you and you don't believe in what they're doing that would suck yeah absolutely i was a content creator for star citizen for a while and uh what a sucker woof (laughs) woof (laughs) yeah holy cow was that a come to jesus moment when i finally had to be like Okay, I might have bought into a Ponzi scheme here. I <laughs> <laughs> might have bought into a pyramid. Sonny, uh, Sonny, seriously, can you estimate, and this is total sidebar, can you estimate how much you spent on ships in that game? Oh, absolutely, because I didn't. I was, I, 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 100%, <laughs> I bought like $45. Like, I bought the bare minimum on it. And I watched everyone around me spend ungodly amounts of money on, like, w- what functionally came to like nfts you know like they they just were this this sort of vaporware type of thing that still really hasn't come to fruition on uh, almost a decade later right and i i wasn't in a position really to spend that kind of money and be able to convince kelly that this was an appropriate use of our family funds uh and thank god because like it was a real thing but i was creating content during that time for this game, like I had said, this is what I want to do. And I had to turn that around. And so Q, you know, in answer to your question, it's a bad feeling. It's a real bad feeling. And, you know, there's something to be said about this. Like you, uh, we were talking before the show about our ages and more or less lamenting. Uh, but, but nonetheless, somebody had asked this, like, why are all the content creators for this game a little bit older? And it's because... We have the time to see this thing come to fruition. And some of us have been burned by things in the in the past. <laughs> some and, of us might not have that much time. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> just try to eat more vegetables and like maybe stay off the booze. All right. I'm going to be honest. This is partly Ash's fault, too. I, I will say that because they're taking so long. I found out about the game when I was 26. I'm going to be 30. So, I mean, look, man, right? The game's still not out. The game's still not out, Stephen. So, go for it. You know, and I, I read your YouTube comments on, like, some of your some of your shows, and people are like, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested when the game comes out. Never. Or, like, I'll be interested in 10 years when we finally see yeah. an alpha or something like that. And, yeah. uh, and, and so it's just one of those things where like you to, to maintain a level of positivity in what you're doing is is difficult at times because the alternative of admitting that we bet on the wrong horse. Right. Like would be That's, it'd be terrible. It sucks. Right. But to that point. Right. And you answered my question phenomenally, but phenomenally, excuse me. 
that's what I'm saying. Imagine being a creator for Call of Duty. I don't know if you guys keep up with Call of Duty, but it's one minute it's good, the next minute it's bad, right? Think about World of Warcraft. One minute it's good, the next minute it's bad. Think about creating for New World. It's just always bad, right? (laughs) (laughs) We did that thing. (laughs) It's just always bad. But I, again, you know, me being here, it's not, I'm not trying to get, you know, like quick clicks or, you know, quick, quick, you know, subs or whatever. I understand my position is different in this community. That's fine. A lot of people might not want to listen to someone who doesn't have 20, 30 years of MMO experience. And that's not even an exaggeration that some people really have that much experience. But the one thing I will say is I really do believe in Steven. I believe in Maggie. I believe in the dev team. I believe in everything that they've done. I, again, I bought in to Alpha One before I was even a creator for the game, you know, cause I wanted to play it. So I technically really am putting my money where my mouth is, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah, man, I just, it, it, so to answer your question, it's easier for me in that sense, right? Because I believe in the product, so I'm going to back it. Right? And yeah, I'm here for the journey. Q, I think um, you said a couple things that, that really interested me in, in responding to. And the first one is that um, I don't think you need to take any stock in not having played a series of MMOs before you got into this space. You understand gaming. You are a gamer. You've obviously educated yourself on this particular game. And that's all that needs to be said. Like you are a content creator through and through when it comes to, to Ash as a creation. And there should be no question about that at all. Yes. Sir. Um, the one thing that, that you, you said that really resonates with me, a couple things here. The first one was, uh, you know, just talking about really believing in the project. And I think the difference for us as, you know, well, one old dude and two m- closer to middle aged dudes Think about um, you're like two coming. years older than me. All right. OK, OK, then I'll, I'll love you in there as an old effer with me. Um, but I think the difference for us with other projects that we've done in the past, recent projects, more recent projects. And, and when I say that, I am specifically talking about New World, which in its own ways is a fun, good yeah solid game like they did build something great but we did a podcast for that game for probably about six months or so uh surrounding the launch and then we eventually peeled off of that and i think the difference between that project for us and ashes of creation is that belief and that buy-in into what these developers are doing so you, you mentioned that if ashes of creation isn't successful you'll be there. If Ashes of Creation is successful, you'll be there. And I think that is, it's a wonderful dichotomy to think of as a content creator, because we have also made that choice that if Ashes struggles, we will stay here. We will be here. And I think the reason for that is because of that belief that we have in the team, in Steven's vision, in the way that how you ask a question to see to Steven and he can just rattle off this amazing answer and have this insane team behind him with a community minded manager right there at his side, just selling what they're doing. And I don't think it is. I don't think it's somebody selling a ketchup popsicle to somebody with white gloves. I don't think it's BS. I truly believe that what they are building 
their heart is in it and they believe in the project. And because of the way that they've sold that, it in turn makes us feel that much more confident that this game is going to just bang. It's going to be good. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I, I just wanted to bring that up in, in respect to, to what you said and um, and my support for what you said, because I, I think it's right. I think it's right for a lot of content creators that we just flat out believe in this project. I think if if people say they believe in Ashes of Creation the way they really do, <clears throat> excuse me, if you believe Ashes is going to be the next big MMO, the biggest thing since Vanilla WoW, j- just keep waiting. It's just really that simple. It, that, that's just how I look at it. Just, okay, you know what? I don't like this change. Steven says, before every stream, it's a work in progress. Wait, it, it, it blows my mind. Every stream. I, you know what? I don't like the way this looks. Yeah, you know what? I think, yeah, get Steven out of there. <laughs> get, get somebody. <laughs> God, like, it's a, it's, it's a work in progress. We haven't played anything, and this is why I keep saying it. You know, we haven't played anything. You know, a lot of my content is just... I, I like to talk about the things that have been spoken about so far, but we don't have any in-game experience. So I rely on a lot of my old experience and what I hope to see, but that's all I can really give you right now. I can't come out and say, this is the greatest thing to No, We haven't played it. But if you believe in the project, the way you claim to believe in it, what you believe it's going to be, just wait. You know what I'm saying? Just keep supporting them. You don't have to buy anything. Just show up to the streams. You know what I'm saying? Be good vibes. And that's just really it. And just hold it down. You know, it's it, I don't think it's going to be uh, the the prettiest ride. Alpha 2 literally has to come out like it's a game. And they know that. And that's another reason I'm not worried about the 64 classes thing. Right. I don't want to say if Steven says it, it's going to be OK. But they've made changes before and we've thanked them for it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And yeah. things have turned out pretty well you know why because we're all still waiting for the game we're all still hyped for the game so what are we really worrying about again like i try not to worry about you know so many things life is gonna happen it is what it is but i really believe in the game i think it's gonna be the next big mmo and you know i just want to put my talents my knowledge and my energy toward that to help it out that's it i gotta stop you there for a second you dropped something there that is a Pretty significant opinion. You said that Alpha 2 has to come out like it's a game. Yeah. Do you, do you believe that Alpha 2 has to come out in some sort of polished sense? Because I think that the consensus among the three of us in the past, at least as far as our podcast, is that we're willing to go through like heavy testing during the Alpha 2 thing. Like, like stop what you're doing and turn off your computer to do a reboot type of testing. But if, if you think it has to come out like a game, that's that's pretty different. What do you think about that? I think in the society that we now live in, everything is seen like it's a final product, right? So look at how New World launched. And and I know it's a launch, right? But look at how it launched. Never recovered. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Just right oh, onto the microphone. Right? That was terrible. <laughs> so much. It this never recovered. <laughs> But it never recovered, right? They understand. So now I'm going to go back to my last point. If this game is really going to be not the wild killer because nothing's killing wild, but the next biggest MMO since Vanilla WoW, it's going to have all these systems. It's going to have X, Y, and Z. What do you think people are going to say day one of Alpha 2? Oh, Q times. We should have knew. Of course. 
It's a joke. Yes, they they have to have everything. Now, I'm not saying that all systems need to be running. I am not saying that. But there needs to be something substantial in there for the players to do 1,000%. That's going to keep people satisfied. And they and if that's, all right, guys, we're working on combat this month. Next month, we're working on naval. Next month, we're working on raids, whatever it may. But it has to come out 1,000%. In my personal opinion, it has to be polished in some state. Mm. It has to. Because think about it, right? So, Sonny, you said the people with the fancy thumbnails, Ashes of Creation is a scam, it's this, it's that. What are those same people who are going to say if Alpha 2 isn't up to par? They're not going to have to change their thumbnails. <laughs> right? But there you go. And yep. we all know, the three, the, three of, the three of us, the four of us know that negativity is interactions. You, you know that. Oh, come on. Think about the people that th- th- there are people that want Ashes of Creation to fail. Oh, I knew a game was a scam. I, I could have told you that. Duh. So I'm not saying it has to be perfect throughout, but it has to come out with a bang. It has to because there's going to be so much negativity around it. If it's not good and Asmin doesn't like it, that's it. <laughs> not, not that that's it, but that's a huge blow. That's going to be mm-hmm. a huge blow to it. If Shroud's not messing with it, you know what I'm saying? If there's so many other creators, Tim, you know what I'm saying? So many creators. So they have they have to. They literally have to come out swinging. It has to be great. You know, again, I'm not saying that we need every single system. We could have five systems, but those five systems have to carry us over and be enough content for us to, you know, have fun with. And test. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think a lot of that mentality too, you know, when people look at a product at having to be a finished product stems from back in the day when they started doing the early access on Steam. When they started doing early access on Steam, you started seeing these mindsets shift and change to, oh, well, we know it's early, but it's got to be great. You know, it's got to look good. Um, and I think that kind of carries over into Ashes of Creation. I think that's a really interesting point, to be honest with you, to... Um, to have that expectation and really i don't think that that's a wrong expectation to have um you know when you have the, the, the right attitude about it um but also going into it knowing full well like hey this is testing this is not whatever they may want to think hey it's not <laughs> it's testing go in test it break it report it you know do what you got to do to help make it better so when it does arrive at launch then it really is in the best possible package possible for all of its uh, customers. Can I just jump in really quick, Chips? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, I, brother, I agree with everything you're saying. Again, Stephen, we have a stream next Friday, right? It should be next Friday, usually the last Friday of every month. What's going to happen? Hello, my glorious Ashes community. <laughs> right? Glorious, yeah. Right? Start with a glorious. Good job. Well we are so excited to show you. The PvP since Alpha 1. Now, let me remind you that it is a work in progress. By the end of the stream, you are going to see several people in the chat. I don't like this. I don't like that. Yada, yada, yada. Now, take that. And I don't know how many people are in Alpha 2. Last we heard, it was 100K. I'm sure it's grown so much more since then. We'll just say 100K because that's what we know for sure. Multiply that by 100,000. Online, online where people have something to play, they have something to see, and they have something to critique. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's that's all that I'm saying. And I'm not saying that the three of you are wrong at, at, at all. All I'm saying is people love negativity and they're oh. going to try to drive that. They're, yeah. they're going to try to drive that, right? Yeah. Because think about it. People get so protective over their MMO. 
well, what do you mean Ashes is coming out? Well, well, guess what? I'm still playing WoW because they just released the next phase of Season of Discovery. And it, it's who, who wants to play with PvP on all the time? This is this is the stuff that I've learned being in the MMO space this past, you know, year and a half, two years. This is just the, the, the conversations I've picked up on, you know? And I get it. You've played WoW for 20 years. You've played Final Fantasy for 10 years. I, I understand, you know? But what comes with that and that's all that i'm saying right is listen we could have all the creators in the world be gassed about ashes of creation we're posting youtube videos but with like there is dark and that's all i'm saying q are you saying that gamers are opinionated (laughs) (laughs) that's madness sir strange (laughs) oh that's good yeah and it's you know it just looking at, um, you know, there's there's tons of really great comments in chat, and, and I'm loving it. I think uh, Vladis is in there, Rives in there. What's up, dudes? Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Golden Feather dropped by with a raid, too, by the way. Uh, Golden Feather Tavern. Thank you very much. Uh, we really do appreciate that. My, um, my biggest concern with this entire thing is that um, you're right. Negativity sells. Negativity gets views. Um, people just love to put some kind of a terrible clickbaity negative spin on a on a thumbnail to catch somebody's two second seconds of attention and they're going to click on that video and it's going to be some kind of a negative spin on ashes and I choose not to watch the negative ones but some of them I just, I have to just to educate myself as a content creator for ashes but my biggest concern is that with with the Alpha 2, if they don't have certain things in place, and that's not to say that every system has to be in place because we've talked about it before on the show. If you take all the systems that they've laid out for Ashes of Creation, if they nail half of them at launch, this is going to be a very successful game for sure. Yeah, It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. But my biggest concern is that we are going to have... Once Alpha 2 hits, we will see an influx of the bigger content creators that come in. The the content creators that have huge multiples of whatever followers that we have or whatever views that we get on our videos, there's going to be those heavy hitters that are going to come in. And my biggest concern is it is that if the brass tacks of everything that should be nailed for a launch are not in place that we're going to get some negative takes from those folks. And then there's going to be some, some negative feedback coming in for ashes. And we will combat it in every way that we can. Cause you, you look at games that didn't launch well, that had not very popular test phases. And then they launched and had problems, but still became very successful. Elder Scrolls online is one. Final Fantasy 14 is another one that went back to the drawing board and just they just came back and they Babe Ruthed it. You know, they didn't even point. They just, just said, we're cutting it, we're coming back. And they came back with just an absolute killer of a game. So that is, that's my concern is that the bigger streamers are going to come in and poop on the game for small little things. I really hope that they don't do that. I really hope that they see through any small mistakes or small things that can be fixed relatively easily and then patched and then all of a sudden ashes of creation is just clicking along the way that we all know it's going to so that's just that's my biggest concern is that when the influx of those big giant follower content creators come in 
that they have a solid take on the game. I think it's it's dangerous, right? Like like Q mentioned uh, a couple times about the Asmund goals of the world. Like they hold such weight. Right? It doesn't matter how long Stakeno and how long Laura Forged and how long you know Vladis and the Golden Feather and Burns and all these other all these great creators that have been out there are doing their thing and rive when Asmongold rolls in. He trails with He's him coming. a wake yeah. of millions of views just immediately. And so his take that day is meaningful. And I think that's a decent argument for what Q is saying, that like it has to come out banging in the Alpha 2. And I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna go all that way and uh, and agree with him, but uh I'm not going to pretend like that's not a valid opinion because, man, all it takes is one afternoon for Asmongold to drop a video and say that they're not doing it. And and that changes a lot of heads. That turns a yep. lot of heads. So, I mean, it's tough, right, Q? Like, that, that's, that's the world that we live in where we're all just kind of little fish in other fish's ponds. I look at... Have the three of you heard of Embers Adrift? Yeah. 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 So I started playing Embers Adrift last year, and I thought it was really dope, genuinely. I, you know, old school MMO, and, you know, obviously I'm learning more about MMO, so I was like, you know what, let me play it. Let me learn more about it. And I I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Peon and Asmongold both did videos on the game. The game has a lot to work on, still has a lot to work on, and... Those videos, because, you know, they weren't necessarily positive. Game's dead, you know, and I hate to say it that way, but it's it's in a rough, I shouldn't say dead, but it's in a rough spot. It's it's in a really, really, really rough position. You know, log on 100 people on 200 people on. It's like this. This is that's tough. That yeah, and I again, I really enjoy the game. I think it just it needed to find its audience, you know, fix a few things here and there. But you have debatably two of the largest MMO creators reacting to your game, making content on your game, and no one's playing. That says something, right? Mm. So you know what this says? This says that we just need you to be as big as Asmund Gold by the time this game comes. Oh out. man, that's what that's. <laughs> Come on, Q. Oh man, yeah. so you yeah. guys start dialing it up. <laughs> oh man, quit your job, yeah. sell your house, do yeah. whatever it needs All to in. take. All in. No, I mean, listen, man. I I will say, like I said, I'm I'm really all in, and you know, I'm even planning just what's going to happen for alpha two. I think I might even have to get some pillows and some covers and just like lay on the floor in my room. (laughs) And seriously, just because, you know, just going back to the beginning, right. Of this, of this episode where I said, you know, I, I really, I want to be the best. I really do mean that, you know what I'm saying? I really do. I want to have maxed out stats. I want to know everything about the game, you know, and I want to be that, that fun creator. That's always streaming the game, always, you know, putting out good vibes and, yeah, man. What I really, really want, and I know this might take another hour for conversation, but I'm really hoping Intrepid can put together like an Ashes Con. Man, I oh, really want yeah. That. yeah, I really want that so bad. Yes. Dude. yes. So, so bad, dude. I, I'm a fan of conventions. I really, PAX East is, well, the PAX in itself is like my favorite type of convention. And TwitchCon is cool too. 
they have Alpha 2 coming out this year, so I'm hoping they'll pop out somewhere just so I can, you know, have an excuse to go see them and go to a convention. But I really do want an Ashes Con, dude. So agree. I, I think that's going to happen. And, and it wasn't um, wasn't like some kind of a private event part of like their their super high cost package on um, <laughs> on Kickstarter. I think it and, was for 10. I don't mean to cut you off, Cash. 10K. It yeah. was like partying with the devs. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, totally cool. I get it. Like, I get that you got to put, you know, 10K of your hard-earned cash into that in order to in order to get into that event. But all I'm saying is that if that happens, we need to get together as a community and show up to wherever and whatever that is, and I am going to streak that thing. Oh, no. <laughs> Be like, we're streaking! Yeah, you're... <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just watches Cash run in, and we just watch. Yeah, yeah. Just don't move. Yep. And there's ten thousand cameras on Cash doing the helicopter in the middle of the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I did not know Cash was this wild. This is it's, crazy. Oh, dude, this is mild, bro. He's not. Yeah, it's all talk. It's all talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, until I'm until I'm in handcuffs. That's right. <laughs> it's all talk until it's bail money. <laughs> Q, thank you so much, brother, for coming on the show. And so, one more time, where can everyone find all of your stuff at? Guys, check me out on on the the tube of views YouTube. Just look up Stakeno Ashes of Creation or Stakeno two eight eight whatever. Um, I'm on Twitch as well. I stream the live m- monthly development updates. I do that, so I'll be streaming next Friday. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is all Stakeno, so it's the same everywhere besides YouTube. Just add the two eight eight. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> dumb, dude. It's so, so stupid, dumb. dude. Just give me my name. What the heck, dude? So you're I gonna mean, have we'll to see. teach us. You're gonna have to teach us how to TikTok because we are, we're <laughs> old. Right. We have no effing idea how to TikTok. Dude, yeah, I understand. Like, yeah, people hate TikTok, and I I, I get it. I get it. But I mean, yeah, whatever. You, listen, you guys are the OGs. Whatever you guys need, I got you. I got you. <laughs> No cap. Uh, I learned no that the other day. Yeah, it's lit. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? It's lit. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. I feel old now. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. This was the Lore Forge podcast for Ashes of Creation. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, do us a solid and take a moment and go to your favorite podcast app of choice and leave us your review. For every five-star written review that we get on iTunes, or I'm sorry, not iTunes, it's now Apple Podcasts, uh, we will read your review right here on the show. And, of course, we love interacting with all of you on our YouTube channel. You can always call us, just like Victor earlier, 516-875-1776. And, of course, you can email us, loreforgedhq at gmail.com. Sonny. Visit loreforge.com to find the links to all of our Ashes of Creation content, but most specifically YouTube. Our YouTube channel has got all sorts of fun stuff on it. It might not be as fun as Stakeno, but, you know, hopefully if you're looking up Ashes, we'll be slightly below him. That is at youtube.com slash at loreforged. Twitch, you're watching Twitch right now if you're doing this whole Loreforged live thing early, and that is twitch.tv slash loreforgedhq. By the way, I have to drop this. Um, Proctes and Weevil had a fantastic, fantastic idea about utility skills being linked to professions instead of classes as a way to not give everybody everything, but still have you have to uh, develop some of that stuff. So we're going to hit that next show. Don't let me forget about that, guys. That was a great thing. And that happened during our uh, Twitch streams during the day. I also 
Second thing, uh, Cash had his first wood burning Twitch stream where he was actually doing wood burning on the stream and uh, was working on the Loreforge logo. He's got all sorts of fun stuff coming up. And if you've never seen a person actually do wood burning, it is legit cool. So go check that out on our Twitch. We have a VOD up of that one. It's it's super neat. And then, of course, Patreon for all of our patrons. We don't have a better name for them yet. We're going to work on that. Uh, but the patrons uh, are uh, able to see our State of the Owl podcast, which is our sort of behind the scenes once a month chill out podcast and just talk about life. And that is at patreon.com slash HQ cash thank you for mentioning the wood burning stream man that was really it was a lot of fun uh it was on a whim because i'd just gotten everything set up with my cameras and camera views and stuff like that and i was just like you know what f it let's just hit the button and, and let's go for it so it was really cool we ended up having a really cool conversation about ashes of creation while i worked on uh worked on a pyrography project so i appreciate you bringing that up that's awesome Friends, if you are interested in joining the conversation and joining the community that we have going, we have uh, we have a really awesome pace at slow growth with a lot of really cool people coming in. So it's a pretty good indicator to us that we're getting the right kind of people in our community and we're really, really enjoying everybody. One of my favorite things is coming into our chat every morning. I know the guys had mentioned this too, and just seeing all the happy hoots, good mornings to everybody as they uh, as they progress through their day. It's just super, super cool. So if you're interested in joining it, um, our Discord community is wide open. Content creators, fans of Ashes of Creation, people interested in joining our upcoming guild, all of that stuff is available for you if you go to our Discord and you can find it all at loreforge.com. Follow us on Twitter, you can follow Jibs X. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Musk. Uh, you can follow you Jibs at Jibs dollars for that mistake, by the way. <laughs> awesome. I'll give it to him in uh, in the uh, decrease of my carbon footprint. How about that? <laughs> uh, you can follow Jibs at Jibs IRL. You can follow myself at Cash Quests. You can follow Sunny at You Of Course Hunt. Don't forget to follow the show. That's where the magic happens at Loreforged HQ. I want to have a little shout out here for some new Discord members. Rogue C, who's in chat, Zen Marksman. Wizzlekins, which was on uh, the stream when I was streaming, which is super appreciated. And a couple of old friends, Durus and Adele. Welcome to our new adventures in Loreforge. They came to us from our Lore Seekers community back in the day for Elder Scrolls Online. So thank you guys very much for joining us. This is going to be an amazing journey. We're having a freaking blast so far. And the community that we're get, that we're building is really going to be pretty kick-ass. So thanks for being with us, friends. Uh, real quick shout out for uh, the Golden Feather Tavern who raided us tonight. And thank you very much. And we are just getting ready to have this coming up, this coming up Saturday, January 20th, the show's going to come out a little bit after this takes place, but at least you'll know it's on the radar. The very first, hosted by the Golden Feather Tavern, the very first content creator summit for Ashes of Creation is going to take place this Saturday. So it will already have taken place when you hear the show, unless you're on Twitch with us now. But anyway, it's going to be a really, really fun time over on the Golden Feather Tavern's channel. Awesome. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Stakino, you're awesome, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. 
Thank you, my brothers. I really appreciate it. Seriously. Absolutely. Everyone have a wonderful week in gaming. Stay safe. Stay awesome. If I can say these words, apparently <laughs> I'm struggling. Anyway, have a wonderful week. We love you. Take care. Peace, love, and honeybees. Safe travels, adventurers.